this weekend at the box office. It was more like charted, right? Because uncharted actually char- uh, charted. Plus, every dog has <laughs> every dog has its day, but this dog had a whole weekend. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 187th episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Where each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah, and I don't know if there's ever been a more appropriate waka waka than <laughs> that one just now. Waka waka! <laughs> you know, uh, I laughed at the beginning because <laughs> it was funny watching you in real time realize you're going to have to turn... <laughs> If you want to look at me while we talk. Sure. And that made me laugh. Trying a new orientation in here. Who, me? Just, yeah, the whole, oh, whole yeah. setup. It's I'm lying different. down. Well, my room's messy. I didn't want to, like, clean it. and Sure. It's a whole thing. What's going on with Classic, you? Classic uh, conundrum. What's new? I Not much. I got my bulls hat on. I, yeah. I need to take a shower. Okay. I... Noah's smelly. That's the update we have for you today. No, just uh, hair's not looking its best. I see. I. That's it. I put. Uh, I picked one of those. Uh, picked one of those top five mm-hmm. uh, categories that I realized was actually like a commitment for me to I actually know. think of the answers. I. Uh, I know you were on the couch figuring it out instead of like, what are my favorite fruits? I don't know. Who cares? But this You've done one, that one already. I know. That's why I used it as an example. But you used it as a, like, this is a dumb one example. No, I th- I mean, I think plenty of my top fives are just, like, little fun things. Sure. Uh, that aren't me picking, like, my five favorite Simpsons episodes or something. Right. Oh, like, boy. a thing I'm actually going to commit to the record, which is not what I'm doing here. What right. I am doing here, in honor of Charted, in fact, is my top five video games. Yeah. Uh, the video game film that uh, took the world by storm. I, did you see the numbers yet? Uh, yes, I did. I have them uh, in front of me and uh, ready to be read. I so the video games was tough because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of history to look back through, and I I mostly decided to just discard my childhood gaming experiences. I you know I didn't put like GoldenEye or whatever on here. Crazy even Taxi. Though, uh, yeah, Crazy Taxi was great. Uh, Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> Other car games, The Simpsons Hit and Run, Cruising USA, yeah, uh, Hydro Thunder in the uh, in the arcades. Oh, that was the best arcade game. It was. I, uh, but no. So this is this is more of my uh, my relatively recent uh, video game history. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting with number five, Ori and the Blind Forest. Well, number five, which uh, was a game that I played because I it. I think I know what number one is. Interesting. Is it because you can see my list from there? No. Okay. I think it's a sequel. Okay. Is it a sequel? uh, No, it's not. (laughs) I'm out of ideas. All right. Yeah, Ori and the Blind Forest was a game that came free with my Xbox 360. Uh, And so I decided, well, I'll try this out. Is that old? uh, 
Yeah, maybe it was the Xbox One. I guess I've had the Xbox One for many years. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. It came <laughs> free with the Xbox One. Yeah, I, I've lost track of uh, of generations of things. Who knows? I no, that's a good point. And it just kind of uh, it really blew me away with how uh, both beautiful the writing and storytelling was, uh, and just the gameplay is great. It's one of your uh, your classic uh, Metroidvania side-scrolling platformers. Mm-hmm. You get you get abilities to double jump and dash and whatever, so you can explore new parts of the map. Uh, and you're playing as this sort of uh, this spirit Ori, who is uh, needs to protect the forest from a big owl. I thought Ori was a name. It's a type. Of, it's a thing. No, it's a na- it's a name of a spirit. Of one spirit. Yes. Like, my name is Brian. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It could be Brian you the said spirit. A Ori. And I was like, oh, is Ori like a race? Oh, no, I think that was just an uh, oh, okay. a U-H. Uh, and yeah, it's just a, just an incredible game. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was its sequel, which I think was... number four? Uh, no, I uh, I decided for the sake of, uh, of expansive list making to uh, just do one mm-hmm. entry from a franchise. Yeah. Uh, but I highly recommend both. They are both okay. uh, outstanding games. Uh, number four, I'm going over to PlayStation with Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a game that Dinos. Uh, yeah, you're playing as uh, an explorer named Aloy in a, a big open world uh, sort of uh, overgrown universe that is full of robot dinosaurs. And you are armed with your trusty bow and arrow. I got to finish Transformers. <laughs> uh, yes. So you got uh, robot dinosaurs. And you have to find out why the robot dinosaurs are getting uh, more aggressive. Oh, boy. Uh, and there are some friendly ones. There's like little herbivore dinosaurs. There's ones you can ride. And then there's uh, giant flying monsters and like robot T-Rexes. Uh, and there's the, there's huge caves to explore. The way the story unfolds uh, and you actually find out like what, what happened uh, to lead you to the world you're in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of the uh, one of the more interesting plots of a game uh, that I've ever played. Uh, you know, video games often don't have a very good plot or a very well told story. Uh, and just the plot of this one, I found to be super uh, super cool and engaging. And the gameplay was incredibly fun throughout. There's all different kinds of uh, like variations on your bow, different kinds of arrows. Uh, freeze arrows, exploding arrows. There's lots of uh, lots of good uh, crafting to be done on the fly, and different ways to get to the dinosaurs. And it's uh, it's a whole lot of fun. The sequel is out very soon, uh, and I am incredibly excited to uh, play it as soon as I can. Cool. Uh, number three, Slay the Spire mm. is a, a a game that I came across uh, early a, in the pandemic. Is that not a childhood thing? No, I, 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 no, I mean, I didn't start playing it till, uh, until what quarantine. Was that, what was that little dragon game called that you liked a lot? I, uh, oh, Spyro the Dragon? That's what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, Spyro was great. I, uh, no, Slay the Spire is a, uh, it's a deck building roguelike. Oh, right. Okay, I know. I, uh, which I, uh, I downloaded off of uh, Xbox Game Pass as uh, a way Sponsor. to, uh, yes, uh, this is some SpawnCon. Uh, as a way to uh, pass the time in the quarantine, I heard, oh, people like this game. It seems interesting. Mm-hmm. I, and I have just kind of become like passively obsessed with it. 
Uh, I still play it all the time. I've certainly put more hours into Slay the Spire than I have into any other uh, video game in my life. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Because it just you you sit down and you play it in like hour sessions. If you if you successfully slay the spire, that probably takes on average an hour. Uh, and especially during uh, during quarantine when I had nothing going on and nowhere to be and no work to go to, I just kind of just play it for uh, just play it for hours. Uh, and I've I've put I've put hundreds of hours into this game over the past couple of years. They released it on uh, mobile. Uh, about a year ago and so i bought it for my phone i've been playing it on there too i it's just an incredibly uh, incredibly well designed game that i recommend to anyone who has any interest in uh, sort of uh, card games deck building games at all it's very good number two this is a uh, this was a tough choice my top two i and again, I went with one uh, one entry per franchise which, which here. Which 2K is it? Uh, it is 2K18. <laughs> oh, interesting choice. I, no, for number two, I went with The Last of Us. Okay. Which is a, was a hard pick over The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Which I think is equally excellent and, you know, mines somehow uh, even, even tougher and more wrenching. Uh, ideas and themes but I went with the first one simply because it was uh, it was fresher when the second one came out you know I, I knew what to expect from a last of us game and the second one live up, lived up to that and more but I still was kind of prepared for it going sure. in whereas the first one just caught me uh, completely fresh and is uh, in the in the same way that I think that horizon zero dawn had a uh, Maybe the best plot of a video game I've played. I think uh, The Last of Us and its sequel both have uh, definitively the best storytelling yeah, yeah. of oh, yeah. uh, any games I've played. The uh, gameplay is also outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very tense, very scary, uh, very few moments of just being able to like run into a place and shoot things. I. Uh, but the encounters with the human enemies and with the zombie monster enemies alike are incredibly well done. Oh, yeah. uh, both of these games, I think, are uh, masterpieces, and I cannot, uh, again, cannot recommend them highly enough. But I thought your number one was your number one, right? Yes, I thought it was going to be Portal Two. Okay, I see. That's a good call. And in my haste to uh, make this list, I. One of the portals definitely should have made it. Okay. Uh, so honorable mention to uh, Portal or oh, Portal Two. Nice. So your number one is Red Dead Redemption. No, it is not. Your number one is GTA Five. No, it is not. Your number one is, um, um, Gears of War Two. No. no, it wasn't a sequel. I'd considered one of the Gears. Borderlands. No. See, I think you're gonna have a problem uh, here because it's another game that I played during quarantine. Okay. As the best game ever fucking played? Yeah. Good. 100%. Uh, Bloodborne is the best game I've ever played. Uh, this is a... Uh, they call them Souls-likes because it's uh, it's based... Uh, it's from the same company that makes the Dark Souls franchise. Uh, games that are uh, famously very, 
very light on their storytelling. There is uh, there is lore and information to be found, but you kind of have to really dig for it. Uh, they're very hard and very combat focused. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of different weapons and uh, excellent boss fights. Uh, Bloodborne is a variation on that. You're sort of a uh, Victorian monster hunter, uh, and you go uh, you go out into the world with your your axe or your sword or what have you, and you've got to uh, you've got to hunt uh, you got to hunt these monsters. There's a uh, there's a night a, a a plague kind of falling over your city this night. And you gotta, you gotta just kill shit. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it theoretically all takes place in a night, uh, and it's incredibly challenging, but in a perfectly designed way. It feels fair the whole way through. Uh, all of the different boss fights and monsters are varied and exciting. I don't think I've ever been more like excited and amped up than the first boss fight. In Bloodborne, wow. uh, you're on a bridge fighting this giant monster, and it's uh, it's very early on in the game, so you don't have much uh, gear or uh, or stats or stuff, and it's just it's just exhilarating. The whole thing is impeccably designed, uh, and the uh, the lore that's going on, the different kinds of monsters. Uh, there's uh, you know there's like werewolf type things. There's a, a bit more of a, a sort of Lovecraftian vibe going on as you get a little deeper. It's just, it's just incredibly cool. And, uh, yeah, I think as I've sat on it, my favorite video game I've ever played. Cool. Do you have any uh, any contenders here you want to throw in? Oh, Sometimes boy. Simpsons like Road Rage, uh, um, 007 Agent Under Fire... NFL Blitz, that's a child game, though. Sure, but I mean, it, it's worthy. It's worthy on the list. Um, what are the games? Yeah, I mean, you would uh, you would mention them earlier. Uh, Red Dead, Grand Theft Auto. Red Deads are incredible. Grand Theft Auto Five is incredible. Yeah, um, you're a uh, you're a hu- you're a huge fan of the uh, the kind of open world that you can just explore and live world. in. Uh, customizing things. Sure. Uh, Call of Duties are fun. They are fun. That game uh, that game's huge for a reason. Rocket League. Oh yeah, yeah. See, Rocket League would be another one. It could have, it could have gone on that list. Rocket League's a good one. It's a, it's a tough. It's a lot of great games these days. Uh, Spider Man is good. It was good. Bat the Batman game. Batman Arkham City yeah. is great. Puzzles are a little too hard sometimes. Yeah, a few. It's really made me not want to. I've, I've 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 had moments, especially leading up to the release of the Batman, where I've gone, I should play this again, and I'm like, oh, I don't. Have to slingshot and jump and yeah. slingshot. It's like it's, Do those Riddler things. Exhausting. I uh, another game franchise I've heard is very good, but never played myself. One day is Uncharted, which uh, topped the box office chart this week. It opened to forty four point one million dollars. Fifty one estimated for uh, the four day. Thank you. Uh, yes, this is just going to be the regular weekend numbers. Uh, President's Day is uh, we are recording this Sunday night, so we don't have those yet, but 51 million estimated. Dog opened at number two with 15.1 so far. 18. Thank you. Estimated. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home came in at number three with 7.6. That was a uh, 1.7% increase. That is up to 770.5 million. 
Uh, Death on the Nile came in at number four with 6.2 million. That's a 51.5% drop. That is up to 24.9. And Jackass Forever came in at number five with 5.2 million. That's a 35.3% drop. That's up to 46.7. I want to first get your reactions to Uncharted's number. I really big, I think. Yeah. This is like... we've, We've so far mostly been in a world where... A movie either makes a trillion dollars and is Spider-Man or a movie makes like 30 million dollars and we think, oh, wow, great. That's a that's a great 30 million. Good for them. Right. Uh, and this just 44 million dollars is just like a regular world. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's big. Non, non-pandemic. This is a big gamble. You know, suit. Video game movies are a hard sell. Most of them don't do extremely well because they are very niche. Yeah. Um, and then also it's banking on the star power Holland, which, you know, how many people watch Cherry on Apple TV and nobody went out to see Chaos Walking? Granted, that was released February of 2021. We were still in a pandemic, but that wasn't going to make any money. Right. So the idea of, like, he's a bona fide movie star. Let's put him in a not franchise play and let's, you know, like let, let's have him play someone that hasn't already been created in another medium. But uh, this is surprising to me. I thought this was going to be a clear like 17 and we'd all go, well, I don't know. Pandemic. Sure. I think the movie cost about 125. Uh, we're definitely getting a sequel at this point. Definitely getting a sequel. And if I were them, uh, I would slot first weekend of august okay 2024 sort of try to take over the dead zone of the summer be the last summer blockbuster this feels like when i look at the images and it's like him dirty with that shirt and he's like sweaty i'm like this is a kid i was like this 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 would be a summer movie franchise that i'd want to go see um, or you keep it here or do a January a la bad boys and just have it be the big blockbuster. Definitely stunt cast, get someone else in here in this movie. But, uh, yeah, you, this is a, a new franchise is born and it's very exciting to see a number this big in a movie that like normal times and any other time you would go, this has disappointment written all over it. It's not getting good reviews. It looks pretty generic. No one's a draw. Like, does anybody really want an Uncharted movie? It turns yeah. out they did. Uh, and I'll also say in its favor, uh, and especially in video game movie adjusted terms, like, pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's just a, a pretty fun. good movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, very, like, it It will rarely make you go, like, wow, this is great. Mm-hmm. Rarely, if ever, perhaps. But will also rarely make you go, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. And has, uh, has a lot of fun going on. Uh, Wahlberg is on. For sure in this. Uh, Tom Holland just continues to be really good. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a a fun, solid, competently made adventure movie. I, it's a really low bar, and there's a few I haven't seen. You know, I famously haven't seen uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, for instance, yeah. which I've been told is good. Yeah. I, but Sonic has got a similar th- vibe to this in the okay. way that you're rarely thinking this is bad. You're just kind of having a good time yeah. during the ride. But I I think this has like got to easily be a top three video game movie wow. at least. So it's like number two, Punisher's number one for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, Punisher's not a video game. Is that true? Oh, that's true. I don't he think. seems like it, though. Sure, he does. Uh, he and gets it got me a anyway. Punisher slide in there. Yes, um, thank you. Well, you see that dog number. Yeah. What do you think? 
also seems quite good. Yeah. Like what's I I think uh, you know I'd seen uh, I'd seen this mentioned a little bit on Twitter. I, that's just its budget, isn't it? Close to it, yeah. Yeah. So like a home run for dog. This oh. is this is like a like if Blumhouse made dog movies. Channing Tatum. Apparently yeah. his name he's he hasn't been in a movie in a few years. Apparently his name still means something. Bodes well for the Lost City in uh, next month. Um but yeah, this is first of all, it's it's just so exciting and encouraging that two movies open to best case scenario numbers on the same day. Something yeah. that I don't think has happened at all during the pandemic. That's awesome. Second of all, that a movie like Dog, built on star power and just general audience appeal, can make money. Because this could easily have been a $6 million opening weekend. We all would have been, yeah, obviously this wasn't going to make money. But the trailers worked. It's getting good reviews. And people want to see it, and that's fucking awesome. I'm so happy for Dog and for Channing and for movies of this mid-budget movies. They, they, yeah. they can still work. Yeah, this is just... I wonder if there's anything to this being like just like a low-stakes drama. Right. You know, you look you look at all the uh, all the Oscar fair kind of that we uh, we talked about in the uh, the past weeks and months that would come out and just do nothing. Uh, your your last duels of the world. Uh, you know, something like House of Gucci coming out to, I think, this same number, basically. Uh, uh, this made more in its opening than House of Gucci. Okay, uh, even even more. And House, House of Gucci is something that had much loftier goals, yeah. I would say. Cost way more. Uh, way more. And... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think may I think maybe people might look at something like this and not not feel like burdened by like oh this is this is a this is a movie that is striving for greatness right. uh, and instead it's just like oh like Channing Tatum with a dog like a cute dog see like good trailer makes me want to see it and like has no baggage with it yeah like I wonder if there's anything to that recent TV spots had ended with them saying the dog does not die in this movie. Okay. As a joke, but also... Sure. Yeah, it's it's also a good, not a joke. It's a, it's a good idea. Yeah. You know? I I also I also want to ask you on the uh, on the Uncharted front. Yeah. Uh, do you think it helps that... Uh, you know, you mentioned this is not franchise fair, which is, like, mostly true. It's certainly not movie franchise fair, but it's, like, franchise adjacent in that it, it still is, like, a big popular IP... And also, we are still clearly in the uh, Spider-Man interest zone. Yep. Like Tom Holland is not kind of opening this movie on its on his own. Right. He's still opening it while people are seeing Spider-Man more than they did last weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you think, do you think that is something that would cause it to uh, to bolster its own numbers? What, to bolster, Spider-Man? yeah. No, Uncharted. Like, do you? Do you think that no, Spider-Man, Spider-Man still being out and right. like active is like giving Tom Holland's star power a little boost yeah. right now? And it's also the same company, so I'm sure they did a double feature in some places. Sure. Um, but yeah, I do think so. It's also it's tough because you can also risk overexposure in that regard. Yeah, um, where you're just in like the same basic kind of thing. I mean, he's. I, I I was impressed by how often I thought, oh, he's not doing Peter Parker here. This I agree. is a different character. Yeah. But uh, but he still just looks like Peter Parker and move you know he swings around yeah talks a lot. like Peter Parker yeah and, he, and the 
Like all of all, I think all of his Peter Parkeriest moments were in the trailer. Yeah, the trailer really gave me a vibe of like, oh, this guy like, this guy's like along for the ride, but like doesn't really know what he's yeah. doing, and is just kind of like a, like a like a bozo. It was that scene in the uh, the auction where he sees the the woman. Yeah, and he goes, she's flirting with me, and then he raises a hand. and He goes, hello. I was like, oh. Peter Parker would not do that. That was no. the first one I was like, oh, this is a different dude. That's yeah. interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's a tough line to, to tread. Apparently it worked, but uh, it's just a $44 million is fucking wild uh, for Uncharted. Um, all right. Last weekend, Death on the Nile opened to $13 million, uh, so it dropped 6 and has 25 so it is... Not doing well, which makes sense. This movie's aimed at adults, and they don't go to the movies right now. So yeah, that makes sense. It's tough. Marry Me opened last week to $8 million while also being on Peacock. It dropped 53 That's a harsher drop, I think, than they were hoping for. Obviously, they, Valentine's Day has passed, but I think that's harder than what they were hoping um, so it'll get to over 20 and that'll be it. But again, it's on Peacock. So hopefully the numbers are making up for it there. I also have for you, what else is doing? Well, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully I'll have a little more to talk about with scream in a few weeks. Sing two still doing well. Jackass is going to get over 50. We'll talk about that when that happens. So let's talk about no way home. All so right. domestically, we are looking at 771. It, it passed Avatar to become the third highest grossing film domestically, which is where it's going to stay. I don't care if it went up a little bit this weekend. It is going to need 90 million more, 80 million more to get past Endgame. Okay. So just like 12 more weeks of exactly this performance? Yeah. Which, no. <laughs> no. But it did pass Avatar. It is... It has seventy-one million more dollars than the second, the previous second highest-grossing MCU film, Black Panther. Yeah, and it is uh, the third highest-grossing film in history domestically. It that is wild, and the drops have been so impressive and minuscule. Twenty-one. 13, 20, and now plus 1%. Insane. Uh, worldwide, it's at $1.83 billion. Just do you think we are incredible. Going to, do you think we're going to reach 800 domestically? I think there's a real good shot. I think we'll... Well, I don't know. We got the Batman in two weeks. That's true. So I don't know how well the Batman is going to do, but it's certainly going to cut into screens and uh, just superhero-ness yeah. at the box office. So maybe, maybe we're going to get close. And if it gets close, Disney will push it for over the, the hump if they can. That's all I got. All right. Well, then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it, it make more, more or less, less than Ted? Ted? We all know how to play. I name a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than Ted at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Uh-huh. Your first film is King Kong. And while I will not provide the year, I will tell you that I am not talking about the original. Okay. 
It's close. I want to say King Kong made less. King Kong did make less. That is a good call because it was close. 2005. Both of those are right. I know when King Kong came out. All right. Chronicles of Narnia uh, came out that same uh, the weekend before, weekend after, I don't know. Beat King Kong in the box office. I was pissed. Because King Kong was one of the best movies that year. Chronicles of Narnia was not. And then I recently rewatched Chronicles of Narnia maybe a week ago. Okay. Not still good. Not, still not? No. Okay. What was everybody freaking out about this movie for? It's wild. I don't know. Some these, these people kids, like that book a lot. These kids go to Narnia, and then suddenly they're fucking murdering people, and they're fighting in wars. Yeah, that's cool. Where's this development coming from? They've been here for two days, and they're like, you have a sword. Be brave. All right, I will. Charge. And he's, they win. Wow. Yeah. Aslan, man. <sighs> and then they stay there. They stay in Narnia? Are you going to go back and to... And they grow old. Wait, they grow up. They're in their, like, 20s. Uh-huh. And then something happens, and they go back through the wardrobe, and they're children again. And then the guy comes in, and he's like, they've been gone, like, two minutes or whatever. Sure. And he goes like, oh, I have any stories to tell? And they all smile. It's like, you've been here 10 years. Your brains are wild right now. Like, your brains have 10 years of growing up. You've all fucked something. Uh, you've, you've gotten drunk. Like you have just immatured. Yeah. Now they get and to be now, mature little kids. The girl who was like 21 is now back as an 11 year old. And I don't think that's, they deal with that in the next movie. Get, I haven't watched it yet. Gets but. to do it all again. Do it right. This time. <sighs> I, I didn't like it. All right. I, I have not engaged with the franchise in long enough to... Uh, they crucify that line. No, yeah. Well, they crucified Jesus. I know, but that, it's wild how they're just like, tie his hands. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm, All right. right. <laughs> uh, your second film uh, is The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. Battle of the Five Armies, more. That is correct. Oh. <sighs> 2014. Also correct. That got out the year. It was Christmas the year before Force Awakens. They got out of that right just in time. Good for them and good for you on the two points. Thanks. Your final film, I if you'll excuse the uh, excess alliteration, is Fast Five. Fast Five. Oh, that's the final also film. close. Fuh, you fuh, fuh, son fuh, 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 of a bitch. Well, you've been doing very well. I need to make it tricky. I'll go less. You'll go less, and you'll go good. <laughs> that is correct. Less is right. 2011. Also right. Yeah, a clean yeah. sweep in that category. But now we move on to Come and Gone from a theater near you. And I ask you, are you ready to go back in time? Uh-huh. All right. So this weekend we're talking about 2015. This is week seven. Oh, I think I know. Uh, this is... Uh, also a President's Day weekend. Was there this? are two movies. Yeah, I think I know. That opened one and two. Was this on the uh, the weekend you were like, "What the hell is this?" No, that was about the video games. Uh no, that was a that was about a different weekend that I <sighs> ended up doing and had one of those Liam Neeson movies, uh, where he was either on a plane or a train. It wasn't a train because that's a commuter, but it was just like I don't I don't even remember what it was. Run like, all night. No. Just like the overlooked or outbreak or some some O word like that. I mm. I don't know. I'll find it. Uh, 
Fifty Shades of Grey, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Those are both right. In what order? Fifty Shades was first. Yes, it was. Uh, shit. Now, remember, this is President's Day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, you can pick the uh, the three-day or four-day for your guess here. I'm going to say three-day 80. Uh, your three day is that is very close. It was eighty five for the three day. Kingsman three day. Uh, no, Kingsman four day, forty two. I yeah, that was forty one point seven. Uh, that is exactly right. Very wow. well done. You. Your four day, just for reference, on Fifty Shades was ninety three. Yeah, that opened like that was a very front loaded weekend. The King's Man. Is that why you put that on there? Because that's streaming now? I, no, it was just a, uh, just caught my eye as a weekend where two movies uh, opened one and two and did really well. Surprise. Especially, spe- surprise. Especially one in the face of a, like, huge opening. Yeah, well, it also, like, everyone was like, what, what is the King's Right. Based on a graphic novel nobody's heard of, you know, starring Colin Firth, who we all know is a blockbuster machine. Yeah. And yeah, and then it, it opened to that, and everyone was like, oh, all right, well, good. Uh, the Liam Neeson movie was Unknown in 2011. I remember that. Uh, a man wakes up from a coma. His identity's been stolen, apparently. Uh, and just by title, I've never heard of it. And even looking at it now, I don't know what that is. Really? Yeah. <sighs> all um, right. What? Yeah. And uh, what? What else is there? I just the fact that I I badly missed my uh, Uncharted prediction in the Noah. Oh, you had a Noah Thomas for it. What was it? Oh yeah, twenty two. Twenty. Yeah. What What was the Um, movie that you couldn't think of? Oh, we just did this (laughs) for the top five. Yeah, we just did that. Yeah. 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 Unknown. Um, Uh, for twenty two. Okay. Yeah, which I uh, again, yeah. that's what I would have thought too. Yeah, pretty close I, to I, that. I, st- I still, I'll, I'll call that defensible. This overperformed. I, uh, I'll tell you what, this uh, performance of Uncharted really makes me uh, nervous about my Morbius prediction. What do you have for Morbius? Twenty nine. No, I think you're still pretty kind of safe with that. But okay. again, could be fifty. Sure. Ruben Flesher, director of uh, Uncharted. Yeah. Directed. Morbius. No, but I uh, hang on, hang on. Not Morbius, but I uh, well Venom. Yeah, yeah. The first right. Venom movie, yeah. which was a huge success. So this guy, he also directed um, the two Zombie Lands. Doing pretty good. Thirty minutes or less, which didn't do pretty good. But uh, the point is, uh, the the dude now is seen as someone who can just open blockbusters and uh, gives the him. people what they want. All right. Noah, Yeah. recommend a movie for the folks. Okay. Uh, I'm going to recommend Uncharted. Wow. Uh, because it was just it was fun to watch. I went into it fully expecting that it would suck, uh, and it just it just didn't. This was a You had special. a big smile on your face from beginning to end. Yeah. Every time I looked over, you were smiling. I don't know that I'd go that far. And I said, put a mask on. <laughs> and you said, huh? And you were smiling so much. Yeah. 
I very sweet. But yeah, just uh, just very enjoyable and like I really liked Mark Wahlberg in this. You really did. I think uh, you know I, I said this when we came out. I feel like Mark Wahlberg is kind of half the time just like really bad in his movies, like and an I don't infinite. like him at all. Uh, yeah, probably. I'll never see that. And the other half of the time, I'm just like Mark Wahlberg's a star. Like why? Why isn't he like this all the time? Because he's awesome. Yeah. And I think he's just really great in this. I. Uh, and yeah, it's just a, it's just a good watch. I haven't seen Dog, but that would be my pick. So instead, I will also say Infinite. I uh, probably Which Uncharted in- though. Oh yeah, definitely don't see Infinite. Uh, it's bad. Definitely don't see Uncharted though. No, yeah, I mean, but also if if you like dogs, go see Dog. Give it some sure. money. But if you don't like dogs, or you're like I I do want to see Uncharted, go see Uncharted. It's yeah. a good time. You'll have fun. I say if you don't like dogs, like... Fuck you, yeah, first of all. Stop listening to our podcast. Unless you're allergic, which, like, yeah, fine. Sure. But, yeah, that's... Uh, I'd, I'd say if you have no, like... And if you're allergic to dogs, problems, why don't you like them? Yeah. You're just allergic to them. People you, like things they're allergic to. Yeah. That's why they make lactate and stuff. Great, great point. Thank you. Um. Yeah, if you don't like dogs, honestly, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And that is it. What's in the box office guarantee? I don't know what we're guaranteeing. We're guaranteeing that we're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, we're guaranteeing that you suck. <laughs> I guarantee you suck. All right. Plug us up. All right. You can find us at what's in the box office.com. We are on Twitter at witboxoffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drew. I'm at Brenda Serba DSRBR. Of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcast. Doesn't matter. I mean, the E kind of. If you want to know my name, it's around. Yeah. Uh, you can find our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts. I I don't like that being a four thing list. Maybe I'll just switch it up between the four to keep it at three. Okay. I what which the, a couple of those have to be mainstays though. Oh yeah, well, I th- I think it might just be between those four, but one of them won't make the list every week. Right, and I'm saying at least two of those have to be there every week because they're the biggest platforms like Spotify. And Apple, because those are like, like Apple's like where the subscribers matter. Uh-huh. And Spotify is just big. We want to be sure. on those end of your lists. Absolutely. The other ones, Stitcher and your one. Google? Yeah, those you can switch up. Nobody uses Google. Not God Google knows. fucking podcast. Yeah, maybe that's true. I don't know. All right. Next week, nothing's coming out. Uh, so we'll see how Uncharted, much how much Uncharted drops. And if Dog has any staying power, it might. Got a big, good cinema score. Is that right? What, nothing's coming out? Yeah. Yeah, look. Take, no, take I, a I second. I must just be off by a I'll, week then. Oh, you think the Batman? Yeah, Batman's yeah. March 4th. Okay, cool. No, Batman, no. We, we, have, a, we have a week uh, before that. So Uncharted has a week to itself before it gets demolished. Bully. Maybe. Who knows how much Batman opens to? Yeah, maybe it'll fail. People are saying if it gets to like 150, 180, let's not it, go crazy. It uh, it ruined Paul Dano's life. He's he's broken now. Zoe Kazan is beside herself. She's in mourning. She's wearing nothing but black. <laughs> will be for herself. one year. That's so how mourning works. Yeah, there's rules. All right. Uh, this has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And until then, if you feel safe, go see a movie.